All right, so we are here and we are live. I'm super excited to be here this morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, everyone. I am so excited to uh, welcome you to another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show where we bring together powerful people, coaches, leaders, entrepreneurs, and we discuss the ups and downs uh, of creating a successful life, business, or career. This is actually episode um, season two, episode seven. And on today's show, and here's why you need to tune in, because there's a whole lot of you out there that are multi-talented. And we're going to talk today about how do you, number one, identify what those talents are. And number two, what do you do with all of that talent? How do you leverage it for your success? So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for this conversation. Now, before we get to our introductions of everyone, we want to just um, go through a couple of little housekeeping items, and I'll go through those pretty quickly. Number one, if you're out there watching, don't forget to comment. We bring your voice into the conversation and really just enriches the discussion. So comment, tell us where you're watching from, what part of the world, what part of the country, and don't forget to tell us what's in your cup. And then we always want to know what's in your cup. We'll go through that in just a little bit. We also want you to take a minute to like and to share the video. It doesn't matter if you're watching live or if you're watching on the replay, like and share the video, comment, talk to us and subscribe to our YouTube station and I'll show you how to do that later. Now, if you're an expert and you think you've got the right stuff and you wanna be a guest on the show, you can reach out to any of the co-hosts and we'll talk to you about that. And then later on, I'm gonna tell you how to rock some fly coffee with Rhonda Gear. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Let's get into the show, cause I'm all excited. So my name is Rhonda Y. Williams and I'm the host of the show. I'm an emotional intelligence strategist um, and a leadership lifestyle coach. And what I do is I help leaders shift from overwhelmed to overjoyed, from stuck to unstuck, so that they can actually realize and live the life, career, um, build that um, wonderful business that they absolutely love. Um, and so that's me and that's who I am. Let's go through some introductions of our folks joining us today. Hello, hello out there. I'm going to start with our guest today because I'm super excited and I see she's got her saucy Sonia behind her. Hey, Chef Sonia, tell us who you are, who you're from, and then don't forget to tell us, oh, I forgot to tell you what's in my cup. So my son uh, gave me a set of um, these gourmet teas. And so mm. this morning, I couldn't decide which tea I wanted. So I ended up selecting um, passion and peach tea, passion Ooh. fruit and peach tea. So I'm really excited about that. And that's what's in my cup. So, hey, Chef Sonia, who are you and what you got in your cup? <laughs> so I am Chef Sonia Dorsey. Um, I'm originally from Shreveport, Louisiana, but right now, yeah. so I was Arlington, <laughs> Texas. I was raised in Shreveport, and now we are in Texas. Been here for nine years. I'm an executive chef. Um, also, I am a master um, saucier. I love. I make sauces. Um, I'm an expert seasonologist. And um, a whole lot of stuff. I'm a whole lot of mix. I got a lot of stuff in my cup. <laughs> Actually, is um, tea as well. I, I love tea. I am a uh, a, a tea connoisseur. Tea is, is just the most amazing thing in this world to me. So, besides my season, so. Wonderful. I'm so glad you're here. I actually met this wonderful, amazing woman um, at an event that I was at. And I thought to myself immediately upon hearing her, I thought, oh, God, 
got to get her on the show. So, uh, hey, Maria. Maria's out there, and she says, good morning. Hi, Rhonda ladies. Hi, Maria. Thanks for tuning in. All right, Ms. Roz, let's go to you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, and what you got in your cup? Good morning. I am excited because the chef is from where my parents are from. My mother's in Baton Rouge. She's Creole. Yes, that's why when you said Shreveport, I was like, yes, that's why she knows how to cook so well. <laughs> well I'm excited. I have, I, I have, uh, I have, what do I have? I have peppermint tea. I'm sorry. Oh, with uh, honey and lemon. Mm. Honey and lemon. Oh. And uh, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Roz Jones, the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers, where we provide four levels of specialized care to your loved one, sitter, homemaker, companion, home health aid, and certified nursing assistant. And when you can't do it all, you give, give her us a call. call. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, Roz and Marae. Good morning. Good morning. Who are you? Good morning to you. Good and evening to me. Oh, I'm based in Perth, Australia. So it's evening time for me. It's uh, 9 past 11 p.m. So hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, Coffee with Rhonda. My name is Mireille. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a global consultant, an entrepreneur, and uh, the, um, the founder of the Mireille Tulekima Global Leadership Organization, an organization who's actually focusing on making sure that you become the best that you can be. And we work with you so that you can take control of your result, take control of your success and become the best. So that's me. And I'm really happy to, to be here. Awesome, Marae, what you got in your cup, if anything? I know you're getting so ready for bed, but. <laughs> in my cup, I have a lemongrass. So it's a big cup today, Ooh. so. Ooh. You got a whole, you got a whole bowl right there, Marie. Yeah, I got a whole I bowl, so I, I need it because uh, I know that we have a chef today, so I need to fill myself so I don't eat, you know, in between. So. <laughs> awesome. So Stephanie, good morning, Stephanie. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and dive into our topic today because. Our conversation today um, is really gonna be about natural talent. And all of us on this panel, when I think about everyone here, uh, we all have a variety of talents and gifts and you know, just everything that we do in a day-to-day -day world that really reflects how we show up in the world. Um, and so I wanna talk about that, but I wanna start with the story. So ladies, get your stories ready. Cause I wanna, I want you to start with just sharing a little bit with us when did you discover that you had that you were multi-talented when did you discover that you were multi-talented and i'll start so cheryl says mm, peppermint and honey with honey and lemon and then stephanie's also what is it it must be the day for lemon tea everybody out there is sipping on some some type of tea with lemon in it so that's very cool very nice uh don't forget to tell us out there where you're watching from who you are and tell us what's in your cup so we can uh share what you're drinking too so for me i'll start with my little story it was interesting because i've been in the corporate world sort of for many years right i'm a nurse by background and um and i moved up into the uh, medical leadership and the executive roles uh, and i was in that role for quite some time now while i was in those executive roles i was very singularly focused, right? I had my head down. I was working my nine, 10, 12, whatever many hours a day I was working. And that's all I knew. 
all of a sudden my life hit the skid right everything fell apart i lost my job i ended up getting divorced like everything fell apart for me during this time when everything fell apart i was doing a little bit of reflecting on or at least i had to go back and reflect and determine who am i right because the person that i was before i was no longer that person and i wasn't quite sure what that meant for me and who i was and all of a sudden i started discovering these little talents <laughs> so i started my own product line right and i and i was creating all of these products i did natural body butters and skin moisturizers and oils and i had this product line for nine years and i would always say that i was not creative even through the entire time i had that product line i would say i am not a creative person and somebody finally said to me listen you are creating fragrances body butters you've become like this you know sort of this person creating all that what do you mean you're not creative and all of a sudden i had to sort of call myself on it right i'm like that was old programming where in my mind i wasn't creative i was mm -hmm. a professional executive person with a singular focus and that's all i knew and that's what i was doing but all of a sudden i became creative so um all of a sudden these talents started oozing out of me right i don't know where they were coming from i didn't know they were there before so i had the product line i wrote my first book i started my company right all of these things started emerging from me so that i think is the point where i really started to understand that gosh i've got a lot of different talents and and then i had to decide if I was actually going to act on that knowledge, mm -hmm. right? Now that I know I have this talent, now what I'm going to do. So that's my story. And that's when, when my life fell apart and everything came crashing down around me, then all of a sudden I was like, oh, oh, I have other talents. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my story. All right. So Miss Roz, let's come to you first. And then Chef Sonia, we're going to come to you. So Roz, when did you realize or discover that you were multi-talented? Um, it was in, it oh. was in college. Oh, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's no. okay. Roz, you're going to, Roz first, and then we're going to go to Chef Sonia. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> I discovered in college that I was uh, multi-talented. And it, as I was thinking about it, you know, when my grandparents got sick, you know, I started help to take care of them while I was in college. And then also, too, uh, I started my own printing business while I was in college. So I started making church programs, bulletins, doing people's resumes, you know, a long time ago before um, when it was still on the uh, floppy thing and, and they were just going to Mac. They were just going to, <laughs> well, I'm telling them, I said, remember when they used to put the paper in on the side and it would roll out and I'm going way back. <laughs> <laughs> so my mother had this computer at home and it would print that out right and so then she went from that to the floppy with the big circle in the middle then we went to the disc then you know mac and microsoft and all that start coming in but i, I learned how to be my own entrepreneur way back in college as and started my own printing business so i was doing like i said resumes and church programs and every sunday morning at five or six o'clock in the morning, I would get up and go and deliver to like three or four churches. And that's my story. Oh, my goodness. Well, hold on, Roz, because there's something else. So you also were in the, like the TV business or you were um, you were doing some other things. So that's another talent. 
Yes, ma'am. You want? I, am I supposed to divulge all of that too? <laughs> Like you got all of these different things. So we have you being a caregiver. We have you doing a printing business, and we have this whole TV thing too. Yeah, oh yeah. I was an executive producer um, in Baton Rouge, and then I also did it with ABC Sports. So I've, I've done a little, Whoa. and then I was a professor at LSU. So I did a little bit of everything. I, I, I normally don't say anything, but because Ron mentioned it, I have to go ahead and say. You have to say everything on the on the on around on that table, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. This is where we reveal everything, right here. Exactly. I'm, I'm on the this Absolutely. I'll send you all the bill later. You know. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Rod. So you're multi-talented, and then so Chef Sonia. Oh my gosh, you've got a a million little talents out there. So tell us, when did you discover that you were multi-talented? So it's, 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 this is like, you know how you can tell some of those things that are kind of ordained by God. I'm going to get into that, but I'm going to tell, so when I was a little bitty girl, I've always been an entrepreneur. Like literally I used to like make bead necklaces and sell them. And I'm talking like when I was in like first, second grade, like I've always, I used to get in trouble for selling candy, no, no, no packs of nail letters. I used to sell candy. I used to make bead necklaces. And then I used to make, and it was so funny that you said about the print business because I used to take paper and I used to make these little, these little cards. And I used to, well, they wasn't, well, they was cards to me. And I used to sell them to kids at school for like birthdays and Mother's Day or whatever. So like I literally, when I was a little girl, I always knew, you know, that I was a business owner in my head. Like I was mm -hmm. this proposal. I've always been that person. So fast forward, um, growing up, I came from a really crazy, sorted background. And so being uh, being in that environment to where, you know, my family, I was kind of like the black sheep of the family. And we had a lot of abuse issues and everything. Kind of told I wasn't going to be anything growing up. So my mm -hmm. thing was to always prove them wrong. Like I always had the mindset, you're not going to ever be this. You're not going to ever be this. So everything they told me I was not going to be. I fought to be even through the, you know, getting beat or getting talked down or getting called ugly, blah, blah, blah. I always fought through those things because I knew in my head I was always bigger than that situation. So yes. when I finally, um, I, you know, on my own since I was 15 and I graduated from, um, from high school and ended up going to college, I went to Northwestern. So Miss Rhonda, I was a nurse. Oh, I, was okay. I was a nurse. Yes, I was a nurse for 24 years. But while I was a nurse, um, my my sister and I had an interior design because I loved I met, I sew. So I used to make curtains and she used to like do furniture and all of that kind of stuff. So I've always had like businesses, even when I worked. So I had a printing company called Per Years printing company back in Shreveport did the same thing. Oh my gosh. This time it was a bigger, you know, platform where I made like greeting cards and stuff like that. Um, but I've still always cooked. I've been cooking since I was nine, worked in the family restaurants back in the house at nine years old. Um, so cooking has always like been in my blood, something I wanted to do. So I've known from a little bitty girl that um, I had a lot of talents, but you know, the things that was going on in my family, Tried to, I feel like the devil tried to stifle those things that hold me back. 
So when you say multi-talented, I used to would say, oh, I'm not talented. It's just something in me. But that's not true. I'm very extremely talented. Right. And I mm -hmm. had to offer exactly. and I had to find that out in myself that, hey, I'm not going to downplay what I know and what I can do because I'm every woman. And it's all in me. So all right, don't get us singing up here. <laughs> that's awesome, Chef Sonia. What a what a powerful story. So even from the time of being a little girl, were mm -hmm. um doing a lot and, and using all those different talents, even though you didn't know they were talents at the time. Right. Yeah, very cool. So Marae, what about you? When did you discover you were multi-talented? It's, it's actually difficult because you know you you have you do things, but you don't really you know realize that you are talented. So when I was young, I used to really you know yeah. like to be with people, learn languages. We had dialects in, in our in 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 Gabon where I grew up, part, part, uh, where I partly grew up. So I always liked you know talking to people, understand what they were saying in a different language language and and then pick it up so that was already a one talent being able to pick up a language and speak it later on and then move moving on uh, some of the talent I actually discover when I was really challenged uh, the first one you know when uh, when my I lost my dad and that's how I went into uh, the oil and gas because I had to 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 literally stop you know my studies and then go back and work and that was the only thing that I you know the, the only industry where I could I could have a job and so I discovered that you know I I was uh, I, I was good at science but I discovered that I was actually quite good and I could I could make a living from from it so. And then the next step was, uh, you know, when 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 you you get married and then you have children, you discover that you can do so many things. You you know you you can be a mom. You can uh, you, you can uh, you can clean. You can uh, you know <laughs> you can do a lot of things for the children. You can cook for them because then you have to cook every morning for them. So lots of you know lots of talent go going on. But the the latest really you know big breakthrough that I had was uh, five years ago when I decided to leave uh, the corporate world. That's when I decided, I, I realized that I actually, you know, I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur where before, but because of the conditioning and the comfort, because obviously, you know, I had a, a, a marvelous career, lots of money, everything going all right, traveling. So because of the comfort, you basically delay this, uh, this decision of becoming mm -hmm. an entrepreneur because you know that you have to start from scratch you and there are challenges along the way that you don't want to, to have again because you, you've already, you know, had so many challenges. But mm -hmm. I did it and then just realized that, I mean, I can run a company, I can understand finance and, uh, and can negotiate as well. So, you know, I think you, you kind of discover, you know, talents along the way, along your journey, based on the experience that you live, based on what, how you are challenged and based on the, you know, and sometimes people actually tell you, uh, that you have a certain talent. I remember when I was still working in, the, in corporate, people used to come in my office when they had problems. They would come and sit 
and talk about their problem with their wives, with their children. And then one day, one of, you know, I was sharing my, my office with a colleague and he said, you know what? You can be, a, you know, somebody that you can coach people, you can mentor people and you can, uh, you know, because you listen to them and you give them advice. This is what, you know, coach and mentor do. And that's how I realized, okay, I can coach, I can mentor, <laughs> and uh, and I'm doing it right now. So sometimes you discover, but sometimes people tell you, you know, um, what they see in you. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. So mm -hmm. we've got a couple comments out there. First of all, backing up a little bit. Hey, Cheryl, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. She's out there watching from New Jersey. She said mm -hmm. she has turmeric ginger and lemon i gotta get more consistent with putting my turmeric in my tea thank you for bringing mm -hmm. that up girl because i keep meaning to do that but sometimes i'm running so fast that i actually forget to do it uh and then april's out there she says we see you sis talking to you miss sonia dorsey um and then we have to make a mitchell out there look at my beautiful <laughs> that's awesome so i want to talk about now so we all got to a point either through evolution or whatever, where mm -hmm. we started developing our natural talents. And how do people, um, because I talk to people who are like, well, I don't really have any talents. So they say, well, I want to start a business, but I don't know what to do. I don't know what my talents are. And I don't know how to figure that out. So um, Marae, you started this conversation with mm -hmm. how you discover your natural talents. So let's do a quick round table. How would you recommend that people start to even tap in and understand what their natural talents are? Um, because believe it or not, a lot of people struggle with knowing what their natural talents are. So, um, so I'm going to come to you first, um, Chef Sonia. How would you recommend people? Because you sort of innately had this thing as a child, right? And the and then you just had to grow into it and start to embrace it. But for somebody out there that just doesn't know, they've just been working at a job all this time and they don't know what their natural talents are, what, how would you guide them or any suggestions you, that you would give to them? Um, I tell people, I, well, I normally, because I, so I do business consulting as well, but it's like a culinary for people who are trying to start um, culinary business or cater or become a chef or whatever. I always ask people, what is your hobby? Mm -hmm. Most people don't realize is that your hobbies or your talents, like most of the things that you love to do. So those are like, like with all of us, these are things, the things that we love to do are the things that we made our businesses, you know? And so I would tell people, look deep inside you and say, what do I love to do? So you love to write, oh, I like to write poetry. Oh, that's nothing. Yes, that's big. So be, you know, being a poet and writing poetry books and, you know, those type of things. I always tell people tap into whatever your hobbies are because one of my biggest hobby was creating recipes. I thought that it was a hobby at that time. Right. And so it ended up that now it's a big part of what I do. So kind of tap into that thing that you love to do. Mm -hmm. And that's the and because that's the thing really that you're gonna put the most energy into. Right. And you'd be surprised at the people who would be blessed by the by your energy and your your creativeness. And that's mostly how I found out, you know, what I wanted to do in my business, several businesses. 
I love that. So tap into your hobby, tap into what you love to do. Um, that hobby out there that you're just doing for fun, you're knitting because it, it feels good to you. You sort of like the motion, you're used to the habit. Is there a way to tap into that and leverage that and make that an income generating business for yourself? Um, so that's one way. So Raj, um, what do you think? How would you recommend that people um, really start to begin to understand what their natural talents are? I really began, I, I, I guess I was a late bloomer with understanding what my natural talent was because I was listening to Moray when she said that I was comfortable in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. I was comfortable because I knew I was going to get that consistent check. I had benefits. I was off every Saturday and Sunday. Right. Plus holidays, not, you know, you know, the basic benefits. Right. I didn't realize what my natural talent was until I became uncomfortable in corporate. Mm -hmm. Until somewhere in there, I got tired of coming every day, doing the same old thing, you know, like that, like that horse with the plow. You know, I'm I'm, I'm plowing the same row every day, every day, and fell into caregiving. Like I, you know, like my story is, my signature story is, is I fell in it by accident because someone asked me to come to the hospital with them because they didn't have anyone to care for them not knowing that i was going to leave corporate and go into caregiving mm -hmm. you know two weeks of taking care of someone turned into you know and enter into a career so some of us know early right. and then some of us you know really don't know sometime until later it doesn't make a difference when you find out but i think at some point you get uncomfortable where you are Right. And when you get uncomfortable, then there's something on the inside of you saying, okay, you want to do something else. And you just have to kind of, sometimes I was blessed. Mm -hmm. I was blessed to fall into it. I was already blessed. I had a great foundation as entrepreneurs because I had, I'm a third generation entrepreneur. So I had grandparents, my mother and father, and then my, now myself as you know, entrepreneurs. However, I didn't, I had no itching at all to be a trust me. Right. You know, so when this happened, I knew that the shift was happening because I became, I, my work became messy when I was right. in corporate. It got, it, it didn't, it, I didn't have the passion. I wasn't doing the clean work like I was doing before. Yeah. It was just, you know, I was doing the bare minimum and, and it wasn't, you know, I wasn't as effective as I could have been. Right. And so then I knew, you know, that caregiving was pulling on me. It mm -hmm. was. I mean, not, not only pull it, but it probably yanked me. <laughs> it's like the little guy, with the, like the little guy with the thing yanks you off the stage. Yeah, you know, just kind of, and and it did within probably within two years of that. I I was already, you know, I within sixty days after taking care of that lady, I was already starting to be a sitter. Then I went on and got my. Um, home health aid license. When I went on and got my phlebotomist, I mean, it just, and then I found myself serving and having a different type of attitude and gratitude towards my work. Right. Absolutely. Now, it's so interesting that in all of this, at some point, there's this passion. 
Mm -hmm. right? That's pulling on you at the inside. And if you're looking for your natural talent, then uh, sometimes we have to pause for a moment, right? Because exactly. we're so busy moving and doing and going, going, going. We don't have time to think about our natural mm -hmm. talents. I mean, who just walks around thinking, oh, gee, what are my natural talents, <laughs> right? Nobody does that. But you have to be oh. intentional about the discovery of the direction that you want to go. So pausing for a minute, paying attention to what others are saying to you that you're good at. People will tell you yeah. what your natural talents are, right? Mm -hmm. I know people that I talk to, and in fact, I'm not gonna name no names, but I have a family member that we're always trying to discover what they should be doing, right? And I'm like, you do it all the time. You talk, you're great. <laughs> I, no, seriously, that is a talent. Right, it is a talent and I don't have it and nobody else has it exactly like you. Your gifts and talents are unique to you. You just gotta be willing to own them. So April's mm -hmm. out there, she said she's watching from New York City and she's drinking hot tea with honey and fresh lemon. Awesome, thank you so much for sharing that, April. April, when did you discover that you're multi-talented? Do you consider yourself multi-talented? Tell us a little bit about that, so listening. I also want to recommend a system because sometimes it's easy to say, well, sit down, think about it, talk to people. And then there's a gentleman um, and I just read this book for the first time and it's called, I don't know if you can see it. It's called Refuse to Live Talented and Broke. Oh, yeah. It's Delano Johnson. And in it, he actually has a system to help you discover what your core uh, gifts and your natural talents are. It's pretty powerful. And so as I went through it, I was like, oh, that's why I do that. Because <laughs> right? mm -hmm. it's sort of one of those natural talents. So if you're out there and you're looking for a way, um, that's one way. There's also lots of uh, educational videos out there about quick ways that you can start to tap into your natural talent. So, so now we're at the point where we know how we sort of went through this journey and discovered our talents. We've given a few suggestions on how people can um, identify their natural talent, their own natural talent. What do you do? Uh oh, Betty's out there. Betty says, amazing book. Yes, it is, Betty. It is. This book will blow you away. In the last few chapters, um, he goes through all of these reasons why we are, are, are talented and broke. Right? And so it, it's really a little bit of a mind shift to kind of shake you up a little bit. But so now what I want to just ask all of you is, um, as we've gone through and we've identified these talents, how do I handle my multiple talents without losing my mind? Right. How do I do this? How do I navigate this without getting overwhelmed? Because honestly, when I first started in trying to tap into all these different um, topics, hey, Betty, thank you, Betty. Roz says you, uh, Betty, Roz, uh, Betty, Roz, I can't speak today now. Okay, so Roz, Betty says you look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and then Tracy's out there, Tracy Ray. Hey, Tracy Ray, that's a new name. I haven't heard that name before. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. You're in Fort Worth, not too far from me. I'm in McKinney, Tracy. Uh, Herbal Life Hot Tea. Very nice. Very cool. So how do I not get overwhelmed? Because when I first started down this road with all these talents, I was trying to do everything. Exactly. I was like, oh, oh, I could do this. And then this over here, and then this over here. And, and before you know it, my plate was overwhelming. It, it was flowing over and I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh my goodness, what should I do? 
So I've got all these talents. You all have all these talents. How do you manage it and navigate it without getting overwhelmed? So um, Marae, let's start with you. So the, the, I think the important thing is, we've talked about it just now, it's to go inside and really, you know, understand what are those talents and how, you know, and, and start to decide how you're going to, you know, use them and take the time really to sit, you know, and, and, and think about it. Because what's going to happen is that, you know, when you discover those challenges, you're just going to like rush and do, try everything. And uh, it's going to be firefighting all over the place. So it's, um, it's important to just sit and go inside instead of go outside first and then, you know, and start doing. So that's, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, and it's also important to, you know, and based on that, to strategize about, you know, understand yeah. right. the impact that, the, you know, those talents are going to have and how you're going to implement them and who you're going to need around you to help you to sustain, you know, and grow this talent because uh, uh, at the end of the day, yes, you have this talent, you, but you still need to grow. You right. still need to grow it, and you need the you need a support system for that. Yes, you are talented, but you have to think about the support system to maintain this talent and to grow it. So those those are two key things that I I think we we, we have to to look into because otherwise we. The, it's not going to be productive. We're going to start something mm -hmm. and then get frustrated and go back to the the fear again, and then internalize the the talent and not really unleashing it, you know, the way that it should be done. So it's important to be conscious about how you know how we can use them, strategize, and get the support system to, to, I love to that. grow it. Yeah. Right, because um, I think you're right that it still has to grow. Whatever that natural talent and ability mm -hmm. is, you still need to feed it, foster it, nurture it so that it can grow. When I wrote my first book, I was very proud of myself. So I wrote that book. Did I ever tell y'all what the name of my first book is? <laughs> so you got to know that I wrote this book coming out of my divorce, right? So mm -hmm. the book was called, Are You Out of Your Blank Mind? <laughs> Love that. You fill in the blank. <laughs> I, I like the title though. Yeah, that's a nice title. Is it on Amazon? I need to buy it. <laughs> Are you out of your blank mind? So I brought that up to say so Betty says you must also prioritize and pace yeah. yourself. Absolutely. I get yeah. that now, Betty. But back then, when I was discovering all these talents, I was a hot mess. I was a little bit all over the place because I was trying to do a lot. I was trying to, to use every talent that I found all at the same time. But that first book, I brought that up to say I wrote that first book and I was very proud of it. And it was very therapeutic for me. Right. It was kind of fun. And I discovered my writing voice. But I but that wasn't my best book, right? I've written I, my later books. I look back now at that first book and I'm like, uh, like, uh, <laughs> honey, and like, seriously, I literally thought about pulling it from the shelves, right? Because I'm like, people are going to read this book and be like, she, this woman is out of her mind. But I was like, no, you need to leave it because it's part of the progression. It was part of the journey. Don't judge it. Just let it be what it is. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, anyway, right. uh, Tracy says she just keeps praying and pushing, praying mm -hmm. and pushing. Hey, and Tracy, if that strategy works for you, 
then keep on doing it, sister, because there really is no right way. We're throwing out ideas and brainstorming strategies, but you get to decide what's right for you. So um, so let's come to you, Chef Sonia. Um, how do you, because you have three businesses, right? So tell us again about what your three businesses are. And then how do you manage all of these talents? Because you're also a speaker, you're doing some consulting and coaching. How are you handling all these talents and not uh, going a little bit crazy? <laughs> so all of the businesses actually come back to like an umbrella. So um, I have definitely Dorsey Designer Cakes and Catering, where we cater and we make these big, amazing designer cakes. Then we have Sauces, Sonia Spices and Sauces, where, of course, we make our sauces, spices, and all of that amazing stuff. Then we have Auntie Dimple's Old Fashioned Tea Cakes and Gourmet Cookies. Mm. And then <laughs> that, that's why I brought this big cup because otherwise you start to think about all of this and they're like, okay. So, and then that's where um, we help. Um, I, I get in and I, I kind of talk to people who are starting up, up uh, upcoming culinary businesses, but I, and so, Miss Rhonda, I speak to people, like you say, that are doing like this, 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 and this. Everything has to fall under one umbrella that meshes. So, yes, I make, you know, I do designer cakes and I do gourmet cookies and I, you know, I consult on culinary, but it's all culinary. So now um, we've started our saucy wear line. And so it's the sexy chef line. So we're, I, I saw and found out you know my husband just kind of got in there and just took over and so he's making chef hats and so i make aprons and we're making chef coats so we're starting um a line of chef hats and chef coats but everything is still under that umbrella yeah. so you have people that do nails and they they're a carpenter and they make cakes and then they do hair you, you can't do all of these different things and it messed because that will absolutely drive you crazy. So I keep it within under that same umbrella. It's, it's different things, but it's pretty much the same. And so mm -hmm. what I do is I have days, I have a whole calendar, right? Mm -hmm. So on Sundays, that's when I work on my sewing. Monday, um, I'm taking a class in uh, epidemiology. So Monday is my day to go online and I'm, and I'm school all day. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are my baking days. And then, you know, I, I can do all my orders and take all the orders and talk to customers. Thursday and Friday, those are my days to, I do my consulting on Friday, but Thursday is kind of my day to kind of map out the rest of the week. So I have days to do everything, kind of right. like this schedule. Now, does the schedule get off crazy sometimes? Yeah, because like last night, I was up, I made 10 cakes by myself last night. Hmm. So, that kind of threw off my today schedule, which I was going to do to work on my recipe. So I'm doing two recipe books. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Children, yeah, I'm doing a recipe book for children called Mommy, I Want to Cook. And oh. I'm doing a, uh, and it's a storyline as well. So it's going to be really cute. And I'm doing a um, a cookbook for adult people that call good. I sure know how to cook. Well, let me know if you need a publisher because I also publish. So there you go. And I'm going to ask you about that because I'm working on the book of my life 
my nickname is sunshine and it's called my life in the sunshine and it speaks to a little girl so you remember the song uh mary j had this song called my life and it goes yep. my life my life play in the sunshine mm-hmm. so, um i heard that song after i had gotten out of the hospital i had tried to commit suicide and i was having a really hard time and so i listened to that song and i said one day i really want to be able to thank mary j because if you Mm. listen to the words of that song you know you have to believe in yourself and you have to believe Mm. in the things that are in you you know and, and a lot of times we don't have healing around us you can heal from the inside it's like go to that sunshine so that's kind of you know about so i really want to talk to you about publishing and this book is going to be really amazing you guys are going to get some you're going to see and hear some things that you're going to be like oh my god how does she ever come but i'm just that person like it just happens that way god has just put that in me Wow. So uh, Tracy said that, yeah, Les Brown cautions uh, against being the jack of all trades and master of none. But I love what you're doing, Seth, because every that umbrella that you speak of, I think that Mm -hmm. I think the key is having everything under that umbrella. It's one of the reasons why I had to make the tough decision to release and let go my product line, which was my baby for nearly 10 years. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't where my life was anymore, right? My life is coaching and speaking and workshops and, you know, that sort of thing. So over here, it was a completely different thing to be in product line development. And the mm-hmm. two didn't feel like they came together anymore. And I had to make a decision about what is the umbrella? What's the umbrella? And the umbrella is helping people transition from a life they live to a life they love. Helping yeah. people transition from a life they live to a life they love. That is my being. That is what I'm here for. And the product line, eh. so I've made the decision to let it go so that I can focus on that umbrella of helping people create and live a dream life. So Brenda, uh, Lisa has a question. I'll come to you in one second, Marae. Because Lisa has a question for for Chef Sonia. She said, your days seem so busy. When do you have me time to contemplate and reflect? So my days, um, honestly, at night, I, I'm a night owl. I, I, I don't know. I don't sleep well. So I, I'm normally up at late and I'm just laying there and I'm thinking and I'm focusing. Now on in the evening time, sometimes I say, honestly, right now I'm so busy building. I'll be honest and say my me time is focused on this empire and i heard so I, th- there was a um there was an african man who was speaking to me one day and i don't know why this man looked at me and he just he said he said there's something in you i see a tree that's growing and i said what mm-hmm. do you want i said explain that to me he said well he said i'm looking at you and he didn't even know me he said i see branches he said um you, you're I, I can't remember but he was telling anyway he was speaking to uh sleeping when the tree grows so miss lisa i'll sleep when the tree grows <laughs> I, mean, I honestly i go i go i go but the seed has been planted right now i got these little branches and these little bitty twigs and when the tree grows i'll rest then i'm fine i'm good i do rest but right now i'm focused on i got a billion dollars to make because i have other entrepreneurs that are coming up under me that I need to mm. be able to go into. So until I'm at a place where I can sow into 
and help other entrepreneurs that's coming up behind me that are trying to do the same thing I'm doing. Me time is me concentrating on building this empire. I love that. I love that. First of all, I love that honesty. Um, and I think that that's really important because what I said just a minute ago, I think we all um, have to just recall and hold on to that it's different for everyone. There is no mm -hmm. right and wrong in this. There is no guideline that says it has to be this way. And, I, and you know what? Honestly, that's what I love about life. There's no rules. People make it up as you go along. I right? do what works for you. And at, yes, the a lot of it. <laughs> and at the point that you decide that it's not working for you, then do something different. Right? Because what's right. the definition mm -hmm. of insanity? Doing the same thing and expecting different results. Mm -hmm. So if it's not working for you, then do something different. So Marae, you were gonna add something earlier. No, I just wanted to add that this umbrella that she's talking about, it's 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 exactly the purpose. You need to understand your purpose and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and your values. And that's why it's different for everybody because we have different values and we have different purpose. So, you know, everything that we're gonna do that is linked to our talent is gonna be to be aligned with our purpose and our values as well. I love that. I love that. And and you got to do the work, right? How do you know what that is? Unless you pause for a minute, you become reflected. It took me a minute to realize what my purpose was. I thought that just going down this leadership track and doing all that was really my, what it turns out is that I love helping people get to the next level. I love helping people get, see the light come on. I love people helping, having, um, balance in their life where they can figure out how to do what they love the whole pimp my patio series if you guys haven't gone to my youtube channel and watched the pimp my patio series watch that series it's not about being bougie or showing things it's about me showing what i mean when i say i am the dream life coach and what i what it means when i say i want to help you live a life you love whatever that means for you so um miss roz what do you think about how you managing that? Well, we didn't went 10,000 uh, ways off the path now. I almost forgot what the question was originally. <laughs> the original question, <laughs> the original question was, how do we how do we manage and navigate all of these challenges mm -hmm. without losing ourselves or without letting it get um, overwhelming and out of control? When I first started, I was an ambulance chaser and I was trying to be, I'm every woman. I was trying to do all money. <laughs> I was doing it all, but then, familiar, I think. Yeah. I got some wise advice. Every dollar is not a good dollar. Mm. And when I got that advice that every dollar is not a good dollar, I had to figure out, okay, you know, every time somebody came to me, oh, take this client, take that client. And what happened was I got burnout. Hmm. Got it. And I yeah. almost got to the place to where I wasn't enjoying caregiving, to where it was instead of being being a ministry for me and serving, it was becoming like I was in corporate again. So I had to pull back mm -hmm. because I was operating in chaos. And when you operate in chaos and confusion, no one is going to buy from you. You right. know, if I'm supposed to be in caregiving, you know, I can't, you know, I can't do something on bootstraps unless it is, it's a part of the uniform for a caregiver. You know right. you understand what I'm saying? Just like the same thing with Chef is doing. Everything that she does aligns with her cooking, aligns with her baking, it, it, it aligns. And so I had to realize that, okay, if I'm gonna do caregiving, I have to do everything 
around that, which is the speaking, talking about advanced directive. You know, I had to come into that. It evolved. It didn't happen overnight. Because trust me, I was chasing ambulance the first three to four years of my business. I was taking any client, whether it be a cat, a dog, a person, a bird. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> no, that's I, you know, just like my love said, when you can't do it all, give us a call. Well, they gave they gave me a call and I took care of it all. And like I said, it almost led to burnout. It almost led to me, you know you know, letting go of my business. But then something, like I said, those words that said every dollar is not a good dollar. And then also too, you know, I know I was trying to be perfect. I know I'm not perfect, but I know that I'm priceless. So I had to put, I had to implement that into my business. What we do is priceless. I don't have to be perfect, but I know the value of it. I know what the value of having things aligned. And I didn't understand that until someone spoke those words to me. Wow. That's awesome. So ladies, get your thoughts together. Cause I want you to go down that road about this perception that because sometimes I think when you're multi-talented, people will tend to look at you like you're schizophrenic. You don't know what's going on. You're all over the place. You're not making the decision. And you ain't making no sense. Okay. So, so I want to talk about that a little bit because I think multi-talented people sometimes struggle with the outside world and what others are going to say. But before we do that, let's do a quick commercial break. If you're just tuning in, you're watching the coffee with Rhonda show where we are having an amazing conversation of what do you do with those multi multiple talents that you have and how do you tap into your natural gifts and abilities in addition if you want to show some love show some support then you can always go to coffeewithrondastore.com and you can rock some gear you know you can uh, uh show me a little bit of love out there let everybody know what's oh. This crazy picture I'm showing up there. <laughs> so I, I am telling you, I have bought my shirt and I just want so many. I want every color now. I just want every single color. And so all of my money is going to be spent on coffee with Ronnie here, just so you know. I'm just being transparent about that. So um, also go to our YouTube page and like our page. We're really trying to grow our YouTube channel. And that is not an easy thing to do. You all know that. So um, go to the YouTube channel and just go to YouTube and type in Coffee with Rhonda show. Um, and we'll come up and hit the subscribe button so we can get more subscribers. Everyone watching the show, please subscribe to the channel. So let's get back to our conversation now. Uh, Tracy said, I really enjoyed y'all. Be blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much, Thank Tracy. You. We appreciate you tuning in. She also said, not perfect, but priceless. So let's pick up on that. And let's do this um, as our last sort of roundtable discussion, because I think this is a powerful place to leave this conversation. For those out there that are um, struggling with what the external world might think of them as they try to really manage and um, embrace their multiple talents and their natural gifts. What advice would you give to them um, as they're trying to manage that whole thing? Because you know what? The world can be a mean place sometimes and everybody won't see your vision and won't understand it. And they are not um, shy about letting you know that, right? <laughs> that they don't, they don't know what you're doing and why you're doing it. And it doesn't make any sense. So how should people with all these natural talents handle that? So Roz, um, and this will be our final round. And so Chef Sonia, when we get to you, I'm going to come to you last. Be sure to let others know how they can connect with you and learn more about you. So let's start with you, Roz, and then I'll go to Marae, and then we'll end with Chef Sonia. 
I'm sorry. What was the question again? <laughs> who have multiple talents and natural gifts okay. and abilities, but they're struggling with how the outside world is going to perceive that. They're struggling with people thinking that you don't know what you're doing, just stick with that job or what you're trying to do too much. And how would you how would you guide them to handle that? Let them know I don't give a flip about what you think. I don't give a flip. <laughs> That's so honest. <laughs> All right. And on that note, I think we should just end the show. I don't give a about what you do. I don't because you know what? If I had worried about what everybody thought, oh, Rosalind, you're crazy. You're going from corporate to this and that. I would have never become an entrepreneur. I can't, I can't worry about what you think. I have to worry about what makes me happy, what God has told me to do. What am I supposed to serve? What is my passion? If I worry about what you think, nothing would get done. Mm -hmm. If I allow all that negativity to come in, it would push me away from my purpose. It will push me away from what God called me to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to, we have to put, you know, if we have to stop people from talking to us and you don't have to say, Hey, I'm not entertaining that conversation. That's why I said, you know, people who know me, people who know me know that I don't give a flip about what you think. Next person, thank you. That's awesome. I don't, I don't know what to say. Oh, Lord, mercy. <laughs> Rob has made us all speechless. Okay, we're all like, okay, cool. Just don't. Yeah. All right. Well, Marie, you gotta say something to wrap up. Oh my goodness! What can I say? <laughs> oh my gosh! not laugh. This is hilarious. Like, uh, I, I feel like we spent this entire show laughing. So for the audience, listen, we're not crazy. Thank you for hanging in there because we have been laughing the entire time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but, but I think she's right. And, uh, you, you know, you have to listen to yourself first. You have to make sure that you, you know, you approve yourself first before you can listen to people outside. And uh, if we, we, we take again, the example of Les Brown is that he was he's saying that, I mean, what people think about you is none of your business. So, yes. you know, stay, you know, yes. and focus on your business and forget about pe what people are saying and, you know, thinking, because otherwise, you know, you, you, you're not gonna be able to go anywhere. and. You know, we can also take the example, you know, when we go in a plane, what they're telling us is that we have to first save ourselves, put the oxygen on ourselves before we can, you know, worry about the rest. So I think I, I would agree with, uh, with Rose and say, you know, focus on yourself, focus on what you want to do and uh, and stop listening to, to people, especially to people who've never done it, you know. If they've never done it, they don't know, you know. Thank so you. stop exactly. listening to people who've never done it because they don't actually know anything and go and try, you know. It's not going to be easy, but it's only when you're going to try and when you're going to stumble that you're going to realize that, yes, I have this talent and yes, you know, I have the resilience. I'm going to continue because this is my passion and it's aligned with my values. 
and I really want to grow and I really want to make an impact. Have you ever noticed, um, ladies, that the people that are always trying to hold you back or tell you, slow you down or tell you not to do it are the ones that aren't doing anything in their exactly. own Exactly. You know, they've never done it. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. The people who are, they're on a different wavelength, right? They think differently. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's a really important point. So, um, Chef mm -hmm. Sonia, you know, what are your final words to uh, folks out there, especially if they're worried about what other people are saying? And then don't forget to let us know how we can connect more with you. Okay. So a lot of people speak on you out of fear because mm -hmm. they're afraid a, that you're going to do more than them. Mm -hmm. A, that, you know, they're afraid that, they're, yeah. that they can't succeed. So they feel that you can't succeed. So a lot of people project their fears on you. And I get that a lot, especially on social media. So I've learned it's like, oh, well, you're doing too much. Every time I see you, you up two, three o'clock in the morning. Da, 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 da. I said, well, if you're paying attention, doing me with me doing too much, then you're not doing enough. Because if your focus is on what I'm doing, then you don't have time to develop your own self. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I go to people, you know, because I am a alpha female and I will let them know, hey, this is my ground. I'm planted. I'm rooted. I got things to do. Yes. And if you're not going to do it, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You're going to have regrets. I promised myself I'll be 52 in August. So I promised myself that as I age beautifully, I am going to continue to fight and push to accomplish my goal. Now, whatever you don't want to do, then that's on you. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to project your fear and then people speak out of jealousy. They don't do it because they don't want, they really don't want you to succeed. That's the underlying mm -hmm. thing sometimes in our culture is that we see other women that are doing it. We don't want to do it, but I want to be like each one of y'all. I want to, you know what I'm saying? Because I see you guys as mobile. So I want to see, I want to be like you when I grow up. So instead of, you know, people loving what you do and wanting to, you know, uh, mirror that, they want to say, I hope she failed because, that's, you know, I'm not doing it. Why do I want her to do it? They're not going to say that, but that's what they feel. So with me, I don't listen to them. As Miss Ron said, when she frightened me, thought she, what she was going to say. <laughs> I don't give a what they say. You're scamming, Miss Ron. You're scamming just a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I don't care. Like, I, I have my life to be concerned about other folk and they feeling for me. Honey, get mm -hmm. you a life. Get on this train, baby, because I'm gonna tell you something. When it's when it really gets the motion that it's gonna get, they ain't gonna be able to catch it. So it is what it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey. uh, if you guys want to find me, um, I am on Instagram, Chef Sonia Dorsey. We also have a YouTube channel where we do cooking videos and it's called Talking with Flavor, F-L-A-V-A. -A. So Talking with Flavor. Um, if you want to order any of our amazing seasonings, you can go to SaucySoniaSpices.com and um, just speaking to um, their non-GMO, no MSG, no Adal Live Salt, all natural. And the most amazing thing that I feel about it, they taste amazing, but um they're cardiac friendly so if you're on any type of cardiac diet so you have any renal issues because i worked for nephrology for eight years so i tried to develop products that would taste delicious and give you that savory satisfaction that you're looking for but very health conscious so vegan friendly vegetarian friendly kosher all that good stuff so try it out 
I actually have one of them. What is called? Um, what's the one I have? Jesus. Jesus. Um, black Jesus. Black um, Jesus. Yes, I have that black one. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I want to go inside. Her. <laughs> Miss Morel, bless your meal. And this is actually a uh, black Jesus line. It's after my amazing, handsome husband, Keith. Um, mm -hmm. people when they saw him with his long, beautiful locks and his beard, they say he looked like he could be a black Jesus. So <laughs> 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 we wanted to bless your meal with our black Jesus line. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. Now we know the story behind why it's called Black Jesus. That's so cool. Because yeah. it is. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I wait a minute. You missed out on a product that I'm very upset about. I need yes, to know about them tea cakes. Would you please tell me where I can get them tea cakes from? So Auntie Dimples old fashioned tea cakes. Um, Auntie Dimples is actually my oldest daughter is Shatori. We call her Dimples. And I was thinking, because she has some really, really like deep, deep dimples. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, you know, what kind of name could I use? And doesn't Auntie Dimple sound like your old auntie that used to cook tea cake a long time ago? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, amazing. All right, awesome. Very cool. Well, ladies, this has been just an amazing discussion. I've had so much fun. I think as we think about people that, you know, really don't understand, I think the first thing is to know that, and I'm going to go to my emotional intelligence lane for a minute, and that lane says it is all about you. It is always about you. It's never about them. So hashtag, my hashtag for this is hashtag it's always you. It's about what you think. It's about what you feel. It's about how you respond. It's about how you prioritize. It's always, always, always about you. Now I need to clarify that because that doesn't—that's not coming from a selfish place, as in it excludes everyone else. But when you understand that your mission and your vision is coming from you and coming from within, then you don't need to worry about the outside world. You let that take care of itself. So stay in your lane, right? Because your lane is not everybody else's. Like you said, you don't. Not your business, what they think of you. You don't need to try to convince the world of your mm -hmm. dream. That is not for them. It is for you to deal with that. So um, the other thing I would say is get still. Get still so that you can listen and figure out what is the plan? What's the umbrella? Create the vision. Create the plan. And for goodness sakes, make a decision. Make a decision because if you're if you don't make a decision and you're just waiting for life to happen to you, then that's where you get overwhelmed. That's where you're all over the place. That's where you feel like you lose control. So plan and make some decisions there. Um, and that's really the way that we can go. So um, let's see. So. Oh, yay. Chef Sonia's going to. Um, bless one of our viewers with seasonings. All right, I'm going to choose somebody who was super active today in the conversation and, and I'll send them the information. So Chef Sonia, thank you so much for that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to that person um, so that I can get their information. Um, and then I will send it. Stephanie Cunningham joined the show. She said, hello, hello, ladies. Thank you so much for joining, Steph. Uh, we love you. Stephanie is uh, a loyal viewer. She's always out there supporting us. So, all right. So we got one of our viewers that's going to get some free seasoning. Woohoo! I'll send you that information, Chef Sonia. So thank you so much. For all of you out there, this has been a blast. 
we've had a lot of fun and I hope you continue to join us. Go to our YouTube page, go to YouTube and just type in Coffee with Rhonda show and we'll come up. Hit the subscribe button. Don't just watch the show. Hit subscribe because I need them subscribers in my life, y'all. I'm trying to tell you. So, <laughs> so we want to um, thank you for joining and watching and tuning in today um, to the show. Um, remember to really stay positive, to stay empowered, and to always express gratitude and appreciation for what's in your cup, both physically and metaphorically. Now, before we go, I can't, I'd be remiss if I forgot to do this, ladies. We got to do our post-production shot. So hold up your cup. Big smile. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. That'll be our post-production shot that we'll use when we do our little commercial for this show. So for all of my guests and co-hosts, stay tuned for just a second. For everybody else out there, thank you so much for joining. We appreciate you. And we will see you next week, same time, same station, for the Coffee with Rhonda show. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.